once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is a 30 minute program that comes away every Sunday evening at uh, 5 o'clock. And right now we have uh, Mrs. Uh, Susan Tillams of the Lamb away from uh, Australia. No, England. In the United Kingdom. And so we're going to be like uh, going crossing over stuff for a uh, short um, Maybe uh, she can talk a little bit and then we'll come back. Uh, we'll be taking your course. So, we should stay on that there. We're speaking this evening on the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is the greatest prayer on earth. It is a prayer Jesus taught his disciples, recorded in the Gospels of Matthew 6 9 to 13 and Luke 11 2 to 4. When they asked us, Teach us how to pray. Every denomination in the world uses it. Every Christian may have prayed it. It is known throughout the world in most languages. Yet, we know it so well, possibly have said it so often, that sometimes the meaning and depth of the words are lost. And some of us have never maybe even heard of the Lord's Prayer. Lord's Prayer starts with our Father. Not my Lord or our God, but my Father, your Father, our Father. That is close relationship. And only believers can call God our Father. Unbelievers cannot call God my Father. So in order to say the first words, it's important to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Saviour because then you are born into the kingdom of heaven and he becomes your real Father. The man, the one, God, the God of heaven and earth who created us and loved us even before we were born. Our Father, who art in heaven, not somewhere on earth, but in heaven. Now Jesus would not have taught us to say our Father, who art in heaven, unless it was possible to get there. How? It means the only way that we can come into heaven the heavenly realm is in prayer while we are still alive on earth and we can access heaven in prayer and come above the limitations on our, of our own lives into the unlimited supernatural presence of our living almighty Father in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We now greet our Father in heaven. This means we can talk to him, we can meet him, worship him, tell him that we love him. We can thank him for all he has done for us. We can praise him for who he is. In order to come into his presence and speak to him, it is necessary for us to come through the cross and ask the Holy Spirit to search our hearts to confess any sin so that we may be forgiven. We can then come in to his presence with thanksgiving and praise. 
right into his glorious presence and relate with him, speak to him and listen for him to speak to us also. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Where? Here on earth, of course. Starting in my life, your life, our lives. How? By receiving him into our lives, opening ourselves more and more to his glorious presence to fill us. By letting him into every part of our being. By asking him into our hearts to enable us to come much closer to him. By asking him into our minds so that we begin to feel and see life as Jesus sees life. To have his love and compassion for others. To understand others as he does. To allow him to change our attitudes and our thinking. To ask him into our bodies so that we begin to walk through life as he walks going where he wants us to go, serving others for his sake with our hands to speak forth his words that he specifically gives us through our mouths to simply live for him in every way. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In my life first, and then through my life to others. We need to allow him into our past to heal all the hurt, traumas, disappointments and allow him to heal us emotionally, mentally, spiritually and physically in every way. To allow him into the weak areas to make us strong in our weaknesses. Thy kingdom come Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How? Through our lives, now healed, prepared and equipped by the Lord himself. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven through our lives. Only believers can go up into the heavenly realm to bring the love of heaven, the joy of heaven, the peace of heaven, the healing of heaven, the miracles of heaven, down to earth to then give them out to others. Nobody else can do this. Only you. And if you and I don't go daily up into the heavenly places in day in prayer to receive these wonderful blessings from heaven, to give out to our needy well world, no one else can. Nobody else in the world can do this except believers. And if we don't do it, that work will stay undone and the world will be worse off because of it. Ephesians 1 verse 3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. 
And this tells us that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Having received from our Father every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, we can bring these blessings down to earth into our lives. And then as we do our Father's will on earth, his will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven through our lives. We can become so full of the Father's heavenly blessings, so full of his Holy Spirit, that we begin to serve our Father on earth without even giving it a thought, because we have allowed him to change us, renew us, and fill us with himself. It is then that the gifts of the Holy Spirit begin to operate through our lives, through healing, or prophecy, or teaching, or any other ministry that the Lord wants us to bring to mankind. Now, I was up in New Zealand some years ago, and there are some great, great lakes up in the mountains. And one day the Lord said, see these lakes? I said, yes, Lord. He says, how big are they? I said, Lord, very, very big. He says, so are my blessings. My blessings are greater than these lakes. Yet my blessings have almost been untapped by my people. Tell my people to rise up in prayer and receive the blessings that I want to give them. Wow. The Lord's Prayer then goes on to the next section. It says, Give us this day our daily bread. When we live for God, we do not have to worry so much as how we will live, for we have already brought the blessings into our lives and businesses. Our daily bread, though, is not just physical bread that we eat, but also the spiritual bread that is needed for our spiritual being. Just as our body needs daily food to eat, so our spiritual being also needs the daily bread that only the Lord can give to us in prayer. John 4, 34-35 says, And Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Do not say there are still four months and then comes a harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And this speaks of another food, and that is of doing the Father's will. Somehow doing the Father's will will bring a sense of fulfillment that no other work on earth can ever give us. The prayer then goes on to say, And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. This is so important, as God can only forgive us if we forgive others. Our forgiveness should be total. One day, the disciples came and asked Jesus, 
How many times must I forgive my brother? Jesus turned to them and said, Seventy times seven. Well, when we have counted up that lot, we will surely lose count. Forgiveness keeps you free. Any forgiveness in our lives will hinder us and may even prevent us from receiving healing from God. Is therefore of great importance to make the choice to forgive. And that also means to forgive yourself. And before we go on any further, there may be some people struggling with forgiveness right now. Say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I choose to forgive. I choose that person, whatever it is, name him. I forgive that person now in Jesus' name. And if it's yourself you need to forgive, then say, Lord, I choose to forgive myself in Jesus' name. Please forgive me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And you will have forgiven yourself at that moment. And it goes on to say the Lord's Prayer. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Making a choice to stand firm for Jesus and to never yield to sin will cause temptation to weaken and gives place to victory. Righteousness in Jesus is victory over all evil. When we stand strong against every temptation, we will be delivered from evil. And Isaiah 54 verse 14 says, In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. For you shall not fear. And from terror it shall not come near you. And then the Lord's prayer ends with this. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. In Revelations eleven fifteen, we read these marvelous words. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And we finish as we began, Praising our Father in heaven, for he is, he alone is a kingdom, all power, all glory, forever and ever. Amen. It is not enough to just say the prayer. We also need to live the Lord's Prayer. And as we live the Lord's Prayer every day of our lives, we come into a glorious intimacy, protection, victory and blessing of that prayer in our everyday lives. The Lord's Prayer covers the basics of our prayer life while on earth. Let us live the glorious life to which Jesus calls us to live in his presence in the heavenly realm while we are still alive.
Let's just say this prayer together now with a new meaning. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. And if there are some of you who have not yet received Jesus, say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I want to follow you in truth and righteousness every day of my life. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Please baptise me in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And if you are sick, the Lord also wants to heal you. So lay your hand on your sickness or your pain and say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, Lay your hand upon my hand, and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Receive your healing from the Lord right now, because Jesus wants to forgive your sin, heal your bodies, and give you eternal life. And if you have just said this prayer, the sinner's prayer, you are born into the kingdom of God. You become a son and daughter of God and your father is in heaven. So you may say the Lord's Prayer, our father who art in heaven. Isn't that good news? Buy yourself a Bible. Read it every day and learn to walk in truth and righteousness. Pray every day. Get to know our Lord and Savior in prayer. He will also speak to you and guide you through life. And join a Bible-believing church. God bless you. And we will now hand back to the presenter. When we receive Jesus as Lord and Saviour, then God in heaven is our Father. Does that answer the question? So the Lord's Prayer is our prayer to God. 
for all Christians everywhere in the world. Pray the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is a guideline to prayer. So basically, it teaches us to come into God's presence, to meet Him in prayer, and to also live out the prayer. Because God, the devil, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Christ came to give us life, and life in abundance. And we live in an evil world where sin, sickness and death are all around us. But when we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, then God forgives our sins, heals our bodies and gives us eternal life. So the Lord's Prayer is one of the most basic and the most well-known prayer that Christians say. Uh, when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, we become a born-again Christian. The moment we say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. From that moment, we are born again. Yes, the moment we say that prayer, we have made the decision to turn our backs on the devil and to follow after Jesus in truth and righteousness. People are then baptized in water where you die of the old life and rise out of the water in the new life as a Christian who believes what Jesus has done for them. 
And then we still have to work out our salvation daily as we go from level to level in more truth and righteousness. So it is a process. Yes, but the, it all starts with re- receiving Jesus as Lord, asking to cleanse us from sin and come into our heart as Lord and Savior. From that moment, we're born again to eternal life, like little babies. Uh, little babies have to learn to crawl and then walk and then run. In the same way, our Christian life is learning to live as a Christian. And this does take time. Sometimes we fall and we have to get up and walk again in Christ. And we have to say, sorry, I messed up here. Please forgive me. But then you are able to get victory in that area and walk in righteousness. And as we do, we get closer and closer to Jesus. Well, I would like all of those who have received Jesus as Lord and Savior to learn how to pray and also to learn how to take all the authority of the name of Jesus over the sicknesses in your area, over the difficulties that you face, and then walk in the Lord's victory. Jesus loves you so much. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our Step Out and Fit Ministries radio program this evening. This is Bina. That is a pleasure. Okay, just listening to her there from uh, uh, the UK. She has been here with us. She's our usual guest uh, on Step Out and Fit radio program. So, uh, Rebina, we'll just cross over to you for your own parting comments as we draw Thanks to all of you for being a part of a step out in faith.